When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Did I hold that well? I think I did. That was nice. So if you cannot tell by my my excitement of holding out the Lola today, I am ecstatic. I am for the first time ever allowing myself to not be the sole host for this episode. Instead, I have a guest who will be co-hosting with me today. And it is so fitting that this person is here to um, take part in this kind of milestone in my podcast. I am so happy. We are going to be doing a first impressions episode and you can already see by the title, it will be for Melancholia. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Um, so let me just go ahead and let you know um, who my guest is. Um, my guest host today happens to be my best friend of almost 20 years. And I cannot, <laughs> cannot explain how excited I am that Danny is my first guest. Danny, are you here? I'm here. Hi, everyone. Hi, Lola. (laughs) I'm so excited. I uh, we've kind of talked about this briefly of like how we're going to set things up, and it's really new (laughs) to me having a host, having a guest host, and then also just for Danny being on a podcast. So this is this is going to be kind of free flowing. We're going to go with the flow, and we just hope it sounds like a conversation between best friends talking about a K drama. Um, For sure. But the other thing I do want to mention before we get into the actual first impressions is that Danny is not an avid K-drama watcher. So that's why this is a little unique. Would you say mm-hmm. it's a little unique? Yeah. 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 I mean, I've I've watched K-dramas in the past, like mm-hmm. a few, very, very limited. I mm-hmm. saw Boys Over Flowers, which <laughs> has not everyone. And then I watched... <laughs> Uh, what is it? Hello, my twenties, or yes, yeah. And then there's there's a, I think maybe one or or, or two others. But I, I can't remember the names, and mm-hmm. that was probably like in college. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. I'm not an avid watcher. I have watched other um, international entertainment. I've watched Turkish dramas. I've watched some Spanish dramas, but mm-hmm. so I dip in you know dip in a few different little areas or I guess I don't know but <laughs> yeah no you <laughs> but, do yeah. you yeah. absolutely do but also that just let me just cover like it's not like you're just new to entertainment and media in general like you are an avid watcher of movie films and television yeah. of all kinds so like your experience with just watching things as a whole and even books obviously reading I think yeah. you, you are have a great perspective on just entertainment and media so i think oh, you oh, 
Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> well, you know, I love a good story. You so do. You give me a good story, especially with some romance. <laughs> you trying to make a little bit. I'm, I'm there. You I'm are. There. So that's why I am so excited that I finally am like pinning you down to like have you talk about a K-drama because I know like you said you've watched K-dramas in the past and we've talked about the ones that you watched but like now having this kind of little podcast platform that I have having your perspective as someone who's not always watching K-dramas no come not in and say something about K-dramas I, I thought it would be it would be so much fun and I don't know how we ended up on this one <laughs> yeah I mean no. we've had we've been having these discussions yes. for a while and I think we had we had talked about doing I think two others I can't even remember what they were now but I think this just kind of happened organically like you yes. were just telling me about about it and I was like "Ooh, I'm there I like <laughs> I like the way that sounds <laughs> you so, did I yeah. expect you to you know actually jump in because you didn't waste any time once you kind of were like hey I like the way that sounds you know you were like I'm I'm planning to watch the first episode and I was like wait what and then you watched the first episode so <laughs> the rest was history after that and so you're right this is very organic like it just it just showed up on my doorstep like this is what we're watching and this is the one that I hope you would kind of jump in a kind of podcast episode four and you're gonna do that today with a first impressions of melancholia so yep the the way that these episodes usually work is that i will kind of start off with a quick synopsis about the the, about melancholia the first two episodes and kind of what i've gathered the story to be about from the first two episodes. Um, I don't want it to be a recap, obviously, but I do want right. to kind of just say this is what this story is tells us it's supposed to be about in these first two episodes. And then from there, actually just talk about my actual first impression. So now mm-hmm. you're joining me in this. So I think what we're going to do is kind of do a synopsis together, you know, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah (laughs) riff off of one another um try to just to get a quick synopsis so you help me fill in any gaps or anything like that right Um, right and then we can start with our kind of actual thoughts and you already have notes written down I mean you are prepared and I'm so excited like I said I I want to just sit back and just listen to you because we we tried not to talk too much about it after asking the first two episodes so I am going to hear probably a lot of the things that you wrote down on your notes for the first time so I really just want to listen so help me not not just sit here you know what I mean I want to be able to uh yeah I know knowing you Lola you will not just be sitting (laughs) whatever whatever okay you always have you always chime in and have an opinion so okay I always have opinions excuse me is that what is that supposed to be like a slight or am I supposed to be no 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 no. hey 20 years 20 years years. we're going on 20 years you know you know me fair enough fair enough you may have a point there okay so let's try to get this synopsis out of the way so that we can start talking because i know we have lots to say um uh yeah so melancholia what we kind of gathered from the first two episodes or you know at least from the start i have gathered that we have two main characters right um (laughs) okay okay come on now Wait, save your <laughs> save your thoughts until after the synopsis. I didn't even say nothing. I just okay. made a noise. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we have two main characters. Our first main character is played by the lovely um, M. Soo Jung. She's playing mm-hmm. Ji Yoon Soo. And she is a 
mathematics teacher at a kind of very fancy smancy private school. Uh, private high school. Um, mm-hmm. Let's make sure you put some eights. So, I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> very private. prestigious private high school. Exactly. Um, and based off of just kind of what you gathered from her personality, what, how would you kind of describe her? I would, I would describe her um, as obviously very intelligent, mm-hmm. um, stubborn, <laughs> for sure, for sure. She she's very tenacious, yes. tenacious and stubborn. And she cares a lot about um, what she, she cares a lot about being a teacher, I feel. And also making sure that she is helping her students. I don't, I don't even know if I want to say students in plural. It seems like she's hyper focused on our other character. So um, our one other main character. Yeah. So one student, but I feel like, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like maybe it's more so, you know, it's almost like the squeaky wheel gets, gets the oil. Not that our other characters is squeaky wheel, but obviously everyone else is very, is, is thriving to a certain point, a certain extent, or at least trying their hardest. And, you know, our other main character named Sung Yu, I believe. Yes. Big Sung Sung Yu. Sun Yu. And he's he, played by E Do Hyun. Just want to throw that out there, but go ahead. Yes. He is a junior at this prestigious high school. And then he um used well, he he is a genius. He's and an actual genius. Yeah. He's an <laughs> actual genius. genius. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we learned that he went to, to MIT as a genius as a child, but then he returned back to to Korea, I guess, um, eight years ago, I believe, um, as a, a proclaimed failure. And we don't really know the details of that, but obviously he's become very withdrawn and he doesn't apply himself in school. So mm-hmm. that is what, what I meant by, you know, she Squeaky sees someone, will. Yeah. Yeah. Like see someone with potential that is not being realized. And so she's trying to kind of pull that out of him. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that is basically what we've gathered from the first two episodes as far as our main yeah. characters. But they are kind of, both of them are in this prestigious private school. Um, and I think a lot of the story is going to be about kind of the the dirty dealings that this private school is engaging mm-hmm. in. And mm-hmm. yes, we're starting, I think, with them um, kind of in the high school themselves as, in, as a teacher and a student. Uh, but I do believe that the story will continue to shift and kind of age up where they're going to be kind of exposing more information about what the school was up to, um, you know, after they've left it. So we will know more about that. But the main thing is that we have these two main characters, um, a teacher and a student who are, you know, very involved in math. (laughs) And they're also taking, they're also in this private school that happens to be involved in some things that seem not to be the best uh, at the moment. Um, Right. That's basically afforded them their kind of prestige, prestige, um, whatever right. they've has gotten to them to the level that they're currently in. Um, so we haven't, we don't know all the details on that. We kind of got bits and pieces. We can yeah. assume some things, but I think we're really going to get more of that after the first two episodes. So we're not going to focus, I think, 
well, I'm not going to focus a lot of my first impressions on that, that, that kind of backstory of the school. Right. Right. <laughs> I think but we I have think, more pressing things to talk about. Right. And I think one thing that should be noted, because it's, it's not a spoiler at all. Mm-hmm. It happens within the first, what, minute, two minutes of, yes, of the first episode. A flashback. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our teacher. So right now, the first two episodes are actually taking place in 2017. Yes. So that's one thing to know. And the second thing to know is, our teacher is accused of sleeping with or having an inappropriate relationship with the student. Yeah. So Yoon Su, the teacher, yes. has been accused of some kind of inappropriate relationship with Sung Yu. And that's the flashback that we get. Like she's literally in a in a police station at some point in the beginning. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what? Um, yeah, being interrogated. So yeah, that is definitely where we kind of start the story. But then we mm-hmm. flash back to them, you know, and how they met in working together in the school. Right, right. And the one thing, last thing I want to know is in that flashback of um, Yon Yon Su Yun Su Yun Su mm-hmm. being arrested. Um, Sung Yu is pedaling hard to get to her on the bike and he approaches her before she's put in the cop car and tells her, you know, I, I will find, find the truth or something today to that effect. Yes. Find the answer to the problem. Like that is a very recurring kind of right. Is the problem that you have to solve kind of thing. Obviously we're talking about math here. So like that is a a kind of recurring motif there. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah, yeah, I think that's I think basically our synopsis. So we have I, the lay of the right. land. Yes, yeah, lay of the land. I think that's a perfect yeah. way of calling that. So let's now move into our actual first impressions, our five, like our thoughts after finishing maybe the first episode, and then we can talk about maybe the second episode. I, I don't yeah, know. yeah, we should do it like that. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. So let me preface this. I'm going to say this for my, you know, just for my own sake, I'm going to say this. I am so, so excited and not excited. I'm glad that I have a co-host for (laughs) this particular episode because I feel like there's going to be a lot of judgment thrown around on regarding this drama and their first two oh, episodes yeah. or first four episodes. So I want it to be kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm being cautious right now. I feel like I'm stepping over like um, in a minefield and I'm just trying to not uh, blow yeah. up. Uh, so yeah. having my bestie here <laughs> with me to kind of help kind of navigate this minefield is going to be wonderful. I need it. I really do need it. So that's just the kind of preference what we're going to start talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is definitely going to be heavy, heavy topics. And I think one of the one of the reasons why I was intrigued by Mm -hmm. this story from what after you watched the the first episode and you told me, Lola, was that Mm -hmm. this seems very taboo. Um, And I like stories where you were deep into a character because not everyone is not everything is black and white, you know. So that's that's the interesting thing. And the one thing that I I immediately kind of took away from the first episode or the first few minutes was was the opening scene when I believe it was the the principal was yes. recalling the story of the god of luck, the god of effort and the and the and you know and then our our you know main our teacher um Yoon Soo 
comes in and she she kind of interjects like you forgot about the the god of justice yeah and it definitely is bleeding through the story of you know these students in the school and the principal is saying that that luck outweighs effort and or or you know basically you're what you're what you're born, born into yeah what you're born into yeah exactly exactly and so she, you know she's trying to almost say it doesn't it doesn't matter how hard you work <laughs> yeah you were born with opportunity or a silver spoon in your mouth or this that and the third good luck <laughs> good luck like yes. you know, and I like how our our teacher character is like but but there's a, a aspect of of justice to that because that's unjust not to have the ability to make it to the same place as someone else because a level playing field yeah right because we should know that um Sung Yu, even though he's at this school, is not rich. His father mm-hmm. is in all this debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they own a restaurant or something, right? Yeah, like a cafe, I think. Like coffee yeah, like a cafe or something, you know. So we have this genius, but he doesn't have the financial backing that these other students have. have. Yeah. yeah. Their friends are senators and, you know, whatever else. And so, so yeah. But, um, but I, 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 oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I want to just add on to what you were saying as far as like the idea of like the luck versus effort thing. And like the other thing about effort, I think that kind of pulls back in the theme of math in a way, you know, like the, the, mm-hmm. like the concept of math and mathematics, mm-hmm. like you, it takes a lot of effort and like the proofs and things like that. So I feel like as someone like, you know, Yoon Su who comes in and she's like, you know, interjects in that time and she does interject about, about justice, but also just an idea of like, you can achieve things with effort through effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a big believer in that and how she kind of is in love with math and what math kind of symbolizes in a way. So I don't know. I, I, I just thought that was good that you mentioned. No, I, I mean, abs- absolutely. Because the, the thing about math is there is no luck with math. No, there's no luck. <laughs> you have to go through it and prove it. Like there's no luck right. with math. Absolutely. Right. If you don't understand that one plus one is two, you're like, mm, I think it's two. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like there, math is its own its own beast. There's no there's no manipulating the numbers, you know, math doesn't lie. So I think that that's, I think that that was a really awesome choice from the writer mm-hmm. too, because of all the subjects that they could have made these two characters in this certain situation um, be engaged in to pick math was just chef's kiss for me. I was like, that's awesome. Yes. Um, and I, and I will just say this as far as like visually something I do enjoy, it's the kind of use of math on screen like we actually get to see mm-hmm. the way that sung you how he looks at the world is through the lens of math or mathematics and you can and they will actually show you on the screen like him looking at a building and like what kind of formulas and parabolas or whatever they have they are in math like mm-hmm. those buildings kind of represent or are used to be built and i just think that's lovely as someone who does not like math who does not think highly of math in any way does not know anything about math like having that on screen is useful and it helps me understand his character a lot better and it makes me relate to him even though I don't know anything about math you know what I mean so I think that was also a beautiful choice for the you know just for cinematography efforts like to have that on screen I like the little details there I I loved that too I actually made a note about that yeah and you know 
as a mathematical genius myself, yes, I actually, love, yes, an actual I mathematical love, genius. I love the representation that we. No, I'm, I'm lying. I, <laughs> no, you're not lying was, that much. It was a struggle you were good for at me math. Now, you nah, were good at oh, math. You know, yeah, I was. <laughs> well, I was not. Just, just let me just put this out there. We are polar, polar opposites in that regard as far as. <laughs> I mean, so I'm in math over there, and then, but we know what's frustrating is that you are science and math, but then also you can be literature, and it's just like unfair. <laughs> well, history, and it's just like me over here. Yeah, literature. I'll just take that for now. What? No, I, I'm not. I was able to get through math, but like I, I'm not anywhere. I don't. The way he sees the world is. <laughs> on a different level his mind computes my mind spins circles so (laughs) (laughs) that but yeah that I mean that that was that was great though I did I did love that I loved how how it was definitely a moment from like a writing writing perspective a Mm -hmm. story perspective of okay we're gonna show you um Sung Yu's character mind. yeah his, his mind, mind. Yeah, this is his he operates yeah exactly his first scene is you see him he memorizes the numbers on the motorbike mm-hmm. he um what else does he do he the the the, the kind of like the rubik's cube that the kids are playing with that they leave behind he immediately you know solves, solves it. it yep so and like, then we start see- taking the picture which is i thought yeah. was yeah. Door. i had never i mean as someone who like i said have no connection to math whatsoever but the idea that his character is going around and he likes to take pictures of things that actually kind of i guess represent like i said like being able to see math in these kind of images still images that he takes pictures of i was like i didn't even think about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. there is math in the way that an angle i mean a way that a a roof is built you know what i mean so it's like that is there's math involved in that and so he goes around and takes pictures i didn't i know we didn't mention that about his character but yeah like that is super like i was like i love i know so much about him already in the first two episodes through the things that they showed like like no, they didn't tell us right. a lot of it. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. didn't really have to say anything. And we were able to see exactly how he operates, just the way mm-hmm. that they make very stylistic, you know, choices of like how to represent his character, like the taking the photos. And uh, I just loved it. I'm sorry. I, that, yeah. That was, that was a side note. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I loved, I mean, I love that too. And it's, it's one of those things where when you're in school and especially you don't like certain subjects, you always hear like, oh, here goes another day. Well, I didn't use algebra, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but in reality, there is math in, in everything. In everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like even even the idea of ph- photography, I took a I took a course and it was something the science of science, I don't remember. But <laughs> it that was the in that course I realized that, oh yeah, the light and re- reflection and re- refraction. And I learned about like the, the, the lenses and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, there is math. There's math stuff. in here. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's neither here nor there. Um, oh yeah. Let's, but yeah. Story. yeah. let's go back. Yeah, so yeah. How much you yeah. adore <laughs> the way that they have revealed the character that is a part of our first impression. So that was fair. That was okay. We didn't ramble too much there, but I, yeah. I think we should say a little bit more about, um, maybe <laughs> do we need to go ahead into the situation as far as the relationship that we're exploring in the first two episodes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
So we're not doing a recap, but I just, no, I, I, no. I do want to say this real quick, you know, like our, our, our teacher, sorry, I keep forgetting her name. Um, Yoon Su, Yoon Su, um, post, post a question. She's a new teacher at the school. She posts a question in the hallway and it's an incredibly challenging, um, question. And obviously, um, Sung Yu answers it, right? And but the answer of the question is that the the premise is erroneous, like it's an error in it, and so there isn't an, an no answer. answer. Exactly, loved it. I brought loved that up it. because I I love that. Like asking a question that has no answer because the question itself is erroneous. Is it like I, yeah, is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like I was like. I, I'm in love with this drama already. Because, yes, <laughs> because I, I got something to connect to that. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm glad you brought up the actual question that she posed. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, it it makes me think about what's going to happen between the two of these in a romantic, two of these characters in a romantic sense. Because, you know, a lot of times in stories, like they will state the theme in the beginning you know, and I don't know if this is going to be the theme or or not, but um, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lola. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say with what you brought up as far as like the question that she posed to the students and then the kind of like the, you know, and the, and of what was fascinating was kind of like the head of the school, you know, the principal and the other administrators were all like, how dare she give them a question that's wrong you know what I mean that doesn't have an answer to it right but like that concept like you said of a question being asked that is already incorrect like it's just not going to come out with the right answer because it's wrong like that is to me how I was viewing their relationship from these first episodes I kept believing like I feel like I'm putting something on them that's not there yet but it's like it's hard to explain like the like their the question of like what is their relationship is you should not be asking that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not appropriate technically to be even pr- putting that question out there. Like there's an error in that question. There are yes. students and a teacher. That is incorrect. Yes. We should not be asking that question. What is their relationship? What's going on between them? You know, like that's not what we should be doing. The question is already wrong. It's faulty. But yet, you know, like we don't know how this is going to pan out at the end as far as like that answer like what is their relationship do we need mm-hmm. to know the answer do we need to know what their relationship is at this point you know what i mean like maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't maybe we should just leave it as their student teacher but obviously the way that the story is being set up we're we're being told that there may be some some kind of relationship that we may want to kind of you know heed or take a peek at because right now right there's, there's, there's something going on. <laughs> yeah, they're they're drawn to each other. And if any, if you're if you're listening, you're like, wait, what the heck? What the heck are they talking about? I know you're coming a student and a teacher. Yeah. And he's he's a junior in high school, and she's a teacher. Like, okay, yeah. Technically, that is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. But I feel from the perspective of the of the, of the actual characters, they. I don't think he's viewing her in that way. I don't think exactly. she's viewing him in that way. Exactly. At this We're putting that uh, on them in a way. Right. Us from a bird's eye view can see that the, these two people are drawn to each other. Whether it's wrong, whether it's right, there is, there's something there that they're, they're clearly not... I don't know if this is a reach for me to say this at this point, <laughs> but I feel like they're not getting whatever they're getting from each other from anybody else. It's almost like 
there's an understanding. It's it's innocent at, at this point. It's, it's very innocent. Yeah. It's very innocent. And you know what? What you just said, as far as like their like, there's understanding, like that is what I love about their little little what they're doing with them as far as like the connection between the two. Because <laughs> Yunsu consistently, like one of the main things that happens in episode two is like she kind of makes a point to let him know, like she wants him to f- have this freedom that he does not feel anymore, but he did feel right. obviously she explains when he was, you know, when he's in the moment of solving a math equation, like that is where he feels his most freedom or whatever. And like this idea of like understanding that someone is trapped, like how mm-hmm. do you, like most people like, you, you know, if you don't tell them, how do they know? And in his, mm-hmm. in Sung Yu's situation, like his father, like, come on, psychopath. Like they don't understand yeah. what yeah. he's dealing with at all. Or like why he even returned technically after being, you know, in, at MIT, you know, at 10 years old. So I'm like, I still think what you said as far as like understanding, she absolutely is offering that up. Like she totally gets him. She totally gets him already. And, mm-hmm. and and how can you, why, why would you be mad at that? Right. Right. Like, why can we, why are we finding fault with that? We can't, <laughs> right. I'm not, I mean, right. I'm not finding fault with that, but I feel like in the, in the larger context, <laughs> you got to find fault with it. If that leads to other things, obviously. Right. I mean, I obviously episode one, episode two, I feel that they're not going to cross that line. No, no. While she's his his teacher. Because in the synopsis of the show, like it, it tells you we're going to skip for four years. Yeah, we're going to age him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm anticipating that. I feel that when they come back together as both being adults, I do feel like that that's what's going to happen. And it, there might be a little bit of, of guilt there because it's like we were accused of something that we didn't do, but now we're doing it. But, you know, <laughs> this, this is just my, my, um, what do you call it? Prediction? My prediction. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that word. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, my, my pr- prediction. But it's just... <sighs> I don't know. I feel it like as if like there are moments where you're like, this is inappropriate. You know, like there, yeah, yeah. there are. I gotta be honest. There are moments. But I do feel like I feel like they're my moments. So like I'm being inappropriate and putting that on them because they're yeah. right now there is a pureness and an innocence to their connection. It really, really is. Like I don't think he's looking at her one way and I don't think she's looking at him one way. I really do feel like they're on a very pure plane right now and it's me the viewer but something that we did talk about together was what you were saying as far like the story the 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 writing that is the way the choreography of like the scenes like they're setting it up you know oh yeah for sure to have those feelings of like is this inappropriate but like if you really take that out of the equation it's very pure like their actual interactions Mm -hmm. are very innocent but there are some there are some there are moments in the scenes that are like they are giving they're they're giving us a lot here <laughs> that we're I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. Uh, yeah, that kept happening throughout these yeah. these first two episodes that kept it, happening. Yeah, it it, <laughs> <laughs> it, de- it definitely did. It definitely did, and then it makes you question yourself because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be frank. I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and I, 
obviously in real life, I would be like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 exactly. Um, so why because, is, why are we going through this feeling of these two episodes of being like, oh my goodness, uh, yeah, like well, of course. Well, it's 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 a hard one. I'm gonna be honest. It's a it's hard one. I'm not. I'm not extreme. I kept telling you, like, I want him to age up, like, as soon as possible. Yeah. So that I can feel a little bit better about the situation. But at the same time, like, when I stopped thinking that and really just realized, like, it's technically very innocent. Like, if I yeah. don't allow the camera work and the choreography of some of the scenes to, like, mm. to, to, to to kind of, you know, sway my judgment, then I, then it's... And the romantic song. <laughs> the beautiful song! The oh, the song. Oh, oh my god! You know, can we move on to, to start talking about episode two? Because yeah, we've, 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 yeah, we're already, we've been talking about both of them. So I okay. 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 Um. Okay, so in episode two, right at mm-hmm. this point, uh, Sung Yu, you know it. Yoon Soo mm-hmm. mm-hmm. knows that it was Sung Yu who, who saw the equation and everything. And, you know, she kind of confronts him or whatever. And then she gives him a equation and, and she basically challenges him like, OK, solve it. And obviously, because he's turned his back on math and everything, he's kind of like, mm, bet no, I'm not yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. So he but the, we see him kind of going through his day, walking home. He's thinking about the equation. He's in the bathroom. There's, you know, condensation on the mirror. And then the camera works doing that beautiful thing of like scribbling in the equation. He wipes on it the away. mirror. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it, it, it was just, it. I, I love the fact that her question was haunting him in a way. Like he, he didn't want to solve it, but he couldn't, he couldn't help it. But can I stop so, jumping on right really quickly? Like that also in itself was very strategic. Like the way that they set up the viewer to want to put them in a romantic setting. That's another example. Like the idea of someone haunting you. It's not um, the problem that's haunting. You know, what I mean? like usually it's like, it's not a problem. It's the person, right? That's haunting them. Uh-huh. But he uh-huh. is technically that is tied to her. You know what I mean? So I was like, even that kind of choice was like, I, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I definitely liked how, I think I, I kind of touched on this before, but this, the story is basically going to go into a direction of, there's this huge question with the school, like something's happening with the school and some, you know, she gets basically accused of this thing. Why, why, why did they want her out? You know, we don't really know any of those things. So we're going to have these two, two people who just can't help themselves you know, if they, there's a, a question put in front of them, they want to solve they, it. They, they want to solve it. Yeah. And I, I like that. But that basically, he can't fight it anymore. So he goes to school in the middle of the night. <laughs> and the question's still still on the board. And then so he starts answering the question on the board. But she co- shows up at the school also in the middle of the night because she realized she didn't want to force him. So she was going, planning to erase the question, but she sees him. He's already there. And he started answering the question on the board. And it's the most beautiful scene. <laughs> Lola. 
I, I, you know how I talked about it. I, you, I rewatched it a couple of times before you had even watched episode two. I, I did not mean to watch it that many times. I felt a little bad about watching it that many times. I didn't know what to do with myself because there was, and we both said this, and there was too much sensuality in this one it was thing of solving a, a math problem on a board. It's literally two people solving math. On a chalk, I mean, I also do have to say, I love that they're still using chalkboards. But either way. Oh, yeah. I, me too. I was like, oh, I love that's cool. That. I yeah. love that. But like, that is what we're watching. We're watching a scene of two people, not, I mean, two people, but like a teacher and a student solving a math problem on a chalkboard in the late night, early going into the early morning of the next day. Um, I mean, let's just talk about the cinematography of that. Like, that's like, um, yes. The only light that's coming through is from the moon. Beautiful. And only it's, from the moon it's and the, through the window. It's a warm light. It's not, it's not a cool, it's not like a, a, a harsh and like uninviting light. It is a very. Nothing but warmth. It's all over warmth. that scene. Yeah. Nothing but warmth. Yeah. Lighting. Comforting. It's, 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 it, it was giving me waking up. But waking up as a kid in the middle of the night, sleeping underneath the Christmas tree, like the Christmas lights <laughs> were warm and I felt safe and like, okay, like this is where I'm supposed to be underneath this Christmas tree. Like, like side, side, side story. But that's what it felt like, you know, because sometimes nighttime can be scary, but like the way they, the way they just, it was, I loved it. I loved it was it. the best scene out of the first, the two episodes, hands yeah. down. And um, and then the point though is like there's also like you said like there's the warmth of the scene, but there's a lot of again sensuality in that scene. There are moments where they're on the board at the same time solving this this equation, but they're not gonna end up actually solving it. But they're like you know they're filling up the entire chalkboard with their their you know numbers and equations and all that kind of stuff. Diagrams. They're, they're, what'd you say? And diagrams. I'm and like, diagrams. what the heck? What kind of yeah, math? What are we even <laughs> doing? Like, are they even doing anything? But like the fact that they're both on this board at the same time and she is um, physically shorter than him. Uh, yeah. And she's like moving in front of him to like solve a part. And he's like right behind her. Like all of that choreography she's been was like, down we're doing her. too much. We're doing a little too much. Why is she like, why is he hovering over her as she solves the problem? Why is, she, why is he riding above her little head? Like that is too much. Like you said, the, him sitting down on the desk, you know, watching her continue to solve. And then he like fixes, like loosens his tie. Like, this is not appropriate. <laughs> oh, and the, and the song playing. The song. The playing Can we talk the, about the song? Can this, we talk about the song? I, I, give me the line. Can you stand, give us the line? Stand by me, Wonder Boy. You're the answer for me. That's this, the lyrics of that song. That's what's playing while this is happening. While this choreography is taking place. In this scene, and it's warmth, and it's like warm, and it's the lighting is dark, like it's dim, like it's just why? Are, why are we doing this? Technically, they're doing absolutely nothing wrong, but it's, it's like if you if you didn't want me to ship them, then you don't do that, you know? <laughs> you don't do that. You don't do that. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, but it was it was a great thing. It was beautiful. So what yeah. do we do? What yeah. do we do? What do we do? I mean, I think I think I think this is probably going to be polarizing potentially. I don't know. 
I mean, I think some people would be like, oh, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not going down that road. Yes. Other yes. People like, well, you know, people connect unexpectedly. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. <laughs> I, I just, it's about understanding. And technically it's very pure. Technically it is, it is what's pure, happening yeah. between the two, they are solving a math problem. That's it. That's literally what's happening. Right. I, that is all that's happening. It, it is the story. I mean, is the way that it shot setting it up for the viewer to think something differently. Maybe, maybe, but at the yeah. same time, it's, definitely pretty pure and innocent yeah and it could also be one of those things where we as the audience we're seeing something they're not seeing until they see it when they're older exactly and that's fine and that's appropriate and that's appropriate yeah yeah i mean this is a what i don't know if you've heard this term at all danny but it's um a nuna romance is what we call k-dramas where there's an older woman involved and a younger male and so Either way, when he age, when they age up, he's still going to be t- extremely younger than her still. So right. that would be considered a Nuna romance situation. Um, so okay. A little note. Yeah. Nuna romance. And I'm a fan no. of Nuna romances when it's not, you know, technically starting when he's in high school. So, <laughs> 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 so but I'm going to enjoy, I think I'm going to enjoy the age up for sure. Like hands down, that's going to be a fun time. Mm-hmm. But I am struggling, struggling a little bit through these early moments. Yeah, these early moments because it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I know the actors are of of way of age. You know what I mean? The um, actor who's playing Sung Yu Do Hyun, he is twenty six years old. You know what I mean? He's oh. not a child by any means. Um, but Su Jung, she's actually way, I think she's like way older, I think, than her character is supposed to be. She's like in her 40s. Oh, so okay. Yeah, so e- yeah, either think- way, it's a very Anuna situation, though, her being that old and him being, you know, even at 26, so. Okay. Yeah, I think her character, I, I think she might be like 34 yeah, or something. She's in her 30, yeah, so I was like, yeah. she's even way older, I think, in real life than her actual. I, well, so now it's time for me to talk about a few superficial things. Okay. When I was when I was watching the drama, the actor who plays Sung Yu, drop the skincare, huh? Sung Yu, mm-hmm. Sung Yu, yeah. I was thinking, drop the skincare routine. <laughs> he, his skin is like Boris. Don't know her. Never, <laughs> never will know her. Beautiful skin. Beautiful, Beautiful skin. skin. Beautiful skin. I have a superficial note as well. The um, the actress who plays um, the principal, I absolutely adore her. I mm-hmm. always adore her. I currently, I was watching a drama with her in it recently, but I had to put it on hold because of so many new dramas starting. And it just, every time I watch her in this, like, in this drama now, I it makes me remember, like, I have to go back and watch the other drama because oh. she was so good in that one too. So that's just uh-huh. I know. Um, but she's the actress who actually plays the the principal who's not the, not the, not a good guy. She's more no. on the villain side of things. She is. Also, the, the, the student who who isn't good at math, her mom. Yeah, her outfits are uh, glorious, right? Wait, wait, what store? What store? Yes. Like, I'm I her her first appearance with that black matching pantsuit situation yes. with that little black jacket. Gorgeous what, with the that? Glass. Yeah, it's like come on, what? drop it, drop it. Where is it at? 
Where is 10 it? out of 10 for fashion. Love it. She used well, to be a model. I think that's her claim to fame technically oh, before an actress. Okay. I think she was a model. So I think she just also wears clothes very well too. So that might be okay. kind of thing on her side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Right. Yeah. She doesn't, but she's been acting for years now. So she's she's not does not she, it's not new for her. But yeah, oh, okay. same thing. Superficial, but good point. Good point. Very good point. Hey, when I see a cute outfit, I gotta yes, be like, yes. you're a questionable character, but you are dressed down, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like her character is, you know, the stereotypical kind of like uppity mom. Who yeah. Wants her daughter to be the best at everything, but her daughter isn't. So she's going to pay her way to make sure her daughter gets <laughs> all the recognition that she can get. So, yeah. Which is, yeah. You know, yeah. That was going to happen in a story in taking place in Korea dealing with high school that is one of the main themes that come along Mm -hmm. a lot it's kind of like this hierarchy even Mm -hmm. in the education system so that's Mm -hmm. a normal topic speaking of sorry I wanted to say this real quick speaking Mm -hmm. of of children and their parents and education I have to say that broke my heart the scene um, with Sun Yu and his dad and his dad and that his dad's was like, so frustrating to watch. I could not. I had yeah. a hard time. I'm going to be honest because yeah. it was so frustrating that he was so, so happy. You know, the dad was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is exciting. My son's getting back into it. And immediately when your son's giving you a little bit, you just completely take it and spit and, and chew it up and spit it back into his face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. give him a chance, you know what I mean? To actually yeah. start to really form you know what he's trying to do again and yeah. it was so frustrating i was like come on let him let well him even try to get back the, into this well the thing that frustrated me was the dad's bashing his head into a, a trophy case and telling him fill it you, up. You need, yeah you need to fill this back up and it kind of made me think, okay, that never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I could vouch that never happened to her. Never I happened vouch to me. That never happened to her. I could vouch. But it, that's a <laughs> big extreme. But it did make me think about how, how parents' pressures for wanting you to get an A and do well mm-hmm. and, you know, achieve these things can sometimes take you away from actually the joy of learning and you could see how the the questions the questions that Yoon Su was gave him the teacher it wasn't for a grade it wasn't no. for an award it wasn't for anything it was just for the pure pure love of learning to an extent like can you solve this let's just solve it you know and it was freeing and he was enjoying that and then it turned into, okay, now I need you to produce for me. Now you need to, if, if you're not, if you're not doing this to get a medal out of it or some kind of accolade, it doesn't matter, you know? And I, that was, that was the heartbreaking thing because it's not like, it's not like our, it's not like, um, Sung Yu hates math. No, you could tell he loves math, but it's the other it's the other pressures around it like oh you're gonna you're gonna go to MIT and you're gonna be this and you're gonna be that and you're a genius like those are the things that he he clearly doesn't like and if the dad just if both the parents just supported him and like hey 
just do math because you love math and whatever you, you do, you do, even if you end up in accounting, even if you end up just helping us, you know, keep the books, um, I don't know what the phrase is, you know, keep, keep the book square or scaled or whatever at our cafe, whatever, just be happy. Then he probably would feel empowered to probably do even more, you know? Yes. So that was like, really go ahead. No, I was going to say, I completely agree that that was, but I think that was one of my little pro- little problems with what they did to the dad character. Like I was like, it was like a switch almost. It was that just me? Like, I was yeah. like, where'd that come from? Like, yeah. you were being so supportive and being excited for your son. You were watching old videos of him as a little child. And you, after watching a video of him as a child talking about how much he loved math, you bashed his head into a, a, a trophy, like, case. Like, that to me was like a little, like, where did that come from? I'm going to be honest. I was a little taken aback. Um, <laughs> but... I was going to say that something else we didn't mention as far as like Sung Yu's character, and then we can probably wrap it up soon, actually. But I wanted to throw out that we didn't mention like his trauma that's tied to whatever happened mm-hmm. when he was a child in, at MIT. It seemed to be an older guy figure. Yeah. yeah. And so like there's like flashes of that and scenes of that. So like what you were saying about the father and his mother not being supportive of him and just him loving math like it's obvious like okay now it's not just math it's like something right to have also triggered that math you know something that ha- made him want to hide away from math and I feel like and there was a mention I think early on that he was seeing a therapist or something like that and I was just yes. like for all of that to be in place for the dad to then bash his head into the, the case it was like that's not making sense like if you're a parent and you have seen your child through therapy because of something they experienced eight years you know for eight, eight years ago as a young child like why are you now bashing his head into the case that, that does not make sense to me or that <laughs> like I'm sorry no <laughs> yeah but also the scene after that, when the dad's driving, when the dad's um, driving Sung Yu to the, the other school he wants him to go to. And he says, you know, you're going to you're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to you know, whatever. You're not going to be like you're not going to end up like me. And it's clear that his dad feels that he's a failure. You know, yeah, he's, in debt. <laughs> he's in massive debt. You know, who even knows if he wanted to own this cafe? Like, yeah. you know, their house isn't anywhere near like these the parents of the other students and things like that. So I do, I do think that sometimes parents get so afraid for their children because I don't want you to end up like me. I don't want you to be a failure. I don't want you to struggle like me that that fear can turn into just flat out becoming a psychopath. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, and then, so he, he's probably been dealing with that fear with his son and blah, blah, blah. And he gets this one little glimmer and then it just burst out in this really enraged, disgusting way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just, was, well, that was really sad, but any final thoughts about your first impressions? No, I, my first impressions, I think I've said most of it. And the, the main thing I want to take away from this is that I, Absolutely, I'm in love with this drama thus far. Um, only two episodes in, and mm-hmm. I do plan to continue watching it because I always kind of make that note um, because sometimes I can decide after watching the first episodes that I'm not going to continue to watch it. Um, but I absolutely will be continuing to watch this. I'm super excited for them to age up. <laughs> yeah. You if I hadn't said that before. Um, and I'm loving their two characters. One of the things I didn't say about... Um, 
Yunsu that I liked about her character was this aspect of her in one moment in episode two, the scene when she's talking to him alone, she makes it a point to tell him that she she doesn't think he's special. And I love that. I was like, technically he's not. You know what I mean? She's like, he, there's mm-hmm. other genius, math geniuses. Like, technically. She's obviously worked with him in her past, and, you know, her teaching or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I love that moment where she's like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't, you're not special. You know, I don't want to look at you as like a special little snowflake because that's what's happened to him in a way, you mm-hmm. know? And she's like, so, cause that cages him mm. as opposed to allowing him to be free, which is one of the things she's told him she wants to be free, allow for him is to be, to experience freedom and be free. So I just want to throw that out there. I like her character. I, I think she, I, I, I really, I look up to her in a way as far as like the way she does love her subject, but also how she, I think wants her kids to view math like she doesn't want them to look at it as just numbers she's like i want you to form questions around these numbers and then hopefully you'll be doing that in your actual day-to-day life you know form questions to answer to become better and so i, I don't know i just i really like her character as a teacher as well even though there's an inappropriateness that's going to take place, <laughs> i still technically think she's a good teacher okay yeah yeah no i i i agree i agree i agree i think I think I I think I did spend a lot of time on Sung on Sung Yu. Mm-hmm. I really do like the teacher as well, and mm-hmm. I think it was a good thing too. To because the thing I picked up on in the in kind of her opening first scenes was the fact when she was on the train, yeah, and then she, you know, she forgot her purse up there. Then she she left her bag on the on you know at the back of the train, you know all that whatever, yeah. and then. When she gets gets to her apartment, her fiance says to her, like, oh, you didn't forget anything. Oh, my my girl always forgets things, you know, <laughs> whatever. And I was just like, and my first thought or reaction to that comment was, well, that's weird. If she's a a, a mathematician, mm-hmm. then you would think that she would hone in on like details. I don't know. I just kind of thought like you would just be kind of meticulous yes but the the thing I but then as I was watching I was in watching her be so kind of she's kind of stubborn and single-minded and and oblivious almost to the things happening around her I was like and, oh it's yes. not like she's like not meticulous but it's like once she becomes hyper focused on something she's not looking at or realizing all the things happening around her which could lead her to be in a, you know, a, not a great situation, which is basically what happens to, <laughs> to, to her. her. Yes, which basically um, is the school situation as a, yeah. as a whole. <laughs> Literally. Right. She's right. going to be, she's interrogated by police officers about Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because technically, you know, good way should be in a dark classroom with no teacher, I mean, no student after exactly. hours. Like, exactly. you, if, if you weren't super hyper-focused on like, oh my gosh, he's a genius and we want to solve this man, I want him to kind of come out of his shell. Like, if you weren't hyper-focused exactly. on that, you would be like, wait a second, let's come, I'll come back in the morning when it's sunny exactly. and we can go yeah. over this problem together. But she, you know, she doesn't have that. But that's what makes her character so interesting and fun and not so like and, and kind of flawed and so I think right. it's gonna be great to see it's gonna be great to see it's gonna be great yeah to see. yeah I I and and she's also pretty 
pretty warm herself. And I and she's when a sweet, I sweetheart, she's an she's actual sweet, sweetheart. She's an actual sweetheart. And a lot of times, if there's a character who is into the sciences and the math, they have them cold and calculating and That's stick you know, up their butt. <laughs> like, like calm down. Yeah. yeah like. <laughs> she she almost reminds me of like how they usually portray portray uh teachers who are in the arts arts absolutely and i so and that, she that's at math through art like the art lens yeah. as in his photography like she actually expresses like that how important that is like the first thing that her going into the classroom is her putting up pictures and they're like what does it have to do with math you know the kids are like what does it have to do with math and it's like yeah she looks at it different. that's what's like she's a good teacher she's a great she teacher is. She is. I'm not taking that away from her, no matter what she does with this student. She's in front of the class and like she's still teacher of the year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she's still teacher of the year. Don't take that away from her. Like I'm so sorry. It's like she's in jail right now. So what? <laughs> My bad. You're right. Actually, you're right. My bad. <laughs> Touche. Touche. You got me there. You got, you got me there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have any final words before we wrap this up? Because we got to wrap it up. But any yeah. other words you got to leave us with? Um, just my final my final thoughts about the show is I am super excited to finish watching it. Well, yes! you know, I come come out. I will be my personal top drama of the year because it's the only <laughs> drama that I watch. <laughs> um, but no, on a serious note, I, I love, I think the writing mm-hmm. is, is there. Man. Really strong. It's oh, really strong. It's and if that's something that's important to you, <laughs> I would definitely recommend watch, giving this a shot. Um, I knew that from the first scene. First like all. Oh. Caliber, the writing is is really good, um, and then yeah, but I really enjoyed. I'm really enjoying the show, and I really appreciate you letting me come and talk about it, Lola. Oh, yes. You know, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if we, you know, obviously the the goal is to finish this drama. So, if that is the case. We will definitely be back, right? Right? Yeah. We'll be back yeah. to kind of final to do some final impressions, perhaps. We might even have to do a midpoint kind of impressions at, oh. you know, around eight, you know episode eight, perhaps. Look, sixteen. By episode eight is is popping. Yeah, we might have to come on and yes. do a midpoint. I'm saying if it's doing a lot and we just got we can't contain our excitement to talk about it then we can just jump in and do a quick midpoint you know kind of little review or something like that and then yeah. come back towards the end so i am just so excited that you are watching a drama it's <laughs> like the most important part it's like i'm excited you're watching a drama but i'm definitely excited that you wanted to kind of like come and share your voice on my little rinky dink podcast that i have uh, it's not rinky dink it's rinky dink but it's, it's you know, 10 out of 10 <laughs> You're just saying that because you're my bestie. But I appreciate you. I really, really do. This has been so much fun. I'm serious. It's been so much fun. It really Um, has. But I will go ahead and close this out. And then, yeah, hopefully you'll, you know, folks will hear from us, you know, both of us again later about melancholia. Yeah. All right. So here's my closing. That's all. For this episode. So thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. 
Lola and Danny. Danny. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we messed that up, but that's okay. You got it. Lola and Danny off. All right. Bye. Bye.